Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 38 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to preview the feature in Curraheen Park on Saturday night, which is the final of the 2021 Greyhound and Pet World Super Sprint with a winner's prize of €3,500. We've got some really interesting guests on the podcast um, this week, so expect um, some great stories as well along the way. We're going to start off with our first guest, and that of course is the racing manager at Park, and that of course is Brian Collins so it's hello to you Brian Hello Barry Looking forward to the big one on Saturday night it's always a fantastic event at Curraheen Park and a, a real chance for some of the leading sprinters in the, in the country to showcase their ability Yeah it's, it's a cracking event this year um, I think we I spoke to you a number of weeks ago and we were saying we were hoping that people would support it look we got a huge huge entry uh, we went from three, three nights over to four um but it's turned out to be a cracking event, you know, some really, really top sprinters and, uh, you know, hopefully a brilliant final. That's exactly it. And we might just get a quick line on the, the six uh, finalists. We'll start with trap number one, uh, Sean Renate, uh, trained by uh, Chris Houlihan. He's a greyhound that's unbeaten this year. He's won nine of his last ten career starts. That's uh, a remarkable um, card. Yeah, look, he, he has really taken the Corrine as well. Um you know, I mean, you'd often have dogs in top form, and it depends if they take to the tracks as well. But look, he is, you know, 17, 77, 1758, and seven, sorry, 1759 and 1758. Um, you know, he's ideally drawn in one. Um, he's done everything perfect today, and I suppose they'd be just hoping that he'll continue that on Saturday night. Yeah, in trap number two, then we have um, Chunky Exile for um, Andy Lynch and Kappa Quinn. Probably not the, the most natural of, of sprinters, I suppose. The same can be said about trap number one, but if this fella could flash the boxes, there would be a big run in him. It's a big run in him, I agree. Yeah, I think Andy Lynch even said to me himself, he said he's probably not a natural sprinter. He's just a really good early paced 55 dog. But look, he's done really well to get here. You know, rode a hefty bump last week and you know, got balked the previous week. As you said, you know, if he traps out, it's all about trapping on, on the night. Um, you know, he's obviously delighted to be there, and if he traps out, he has a chance. Yeah, and on to trap number three, Ardrahan Pinico um, for Daniel Nolan, um, a maiden in the race, but um, he's a real strong running type and uh, could be there at the end. Yeah, I suppose he'll probably be looking for a bit of trouble and he can get around because he does fly home. He's probably the one dog that is staying on best of all, you know. Um, you know, White seed in trap three probably won't bother him that much, but you'd imagine for a dog that has been in six every night or five of late, you know, to be changed to go straight into three. But look, he's he's obviously a dog that will have to have to get a run of the race as well because you would imagine he'd be coming from behind, but running really well today. Yeah, in trap number four, we have another really talented performer in the shape of 50 cashback owned and trained by Dennis Crowley, and uh, you know he's won nine of his 16 career starts. Yeah, and he's he's uh, he broke the track record in Mullingar last year. Um, I think he showed what he's capable of in in, in the second round with a, a seventeen fifty six. Um, didn't come away as well last week, and probably got held up a small bit by Dusty's Bandit. You know, um, probably would be happier to be in four, I would think. And look, if he repeats his his second round run, he's going to take a huge. Um, 
you know, going to take a lot to beat him, but he obviously has massive ability. Like, you don't break a track record in any track without us, you know. Look, obviously has a life chance and is running really, really well. Without a doubt, and moving on to trap number five, this is Mill Road Knight, who's trained by Michael uh, Donnelly. He's really taken to Curraheen Park with his explosive early pace. Yeah, look, he's running in Curraheen now with some time. He comes down here and he's a dog that's very, very hard to beat in you know, the open sprints. Just loves the place, you know. He's really consistent here. He is 1758, 1764, 1761, and 1761. Top, top hound, um, you know. Um, I suppose probably his biggest test here, really, because, you know, it's, it's a fantastic lineup. And. I suppose like any of them there'll be no mistakes you know any mistake and you won't have a chance in this final but look he's a top hound he's, he's run superb to date and will take a huge amount to beat him In trap, tra- trap number 6 we have Dusty's Bandit uh, for Phil Rhodes what can we say about this ground he's been a tremendous servant lightly raced had his problems but uh, a very fast dog and a good night Yeah absolutely yeah, as you said has had his problems um, the veteran of the race but you know cracking hound cracking dog you know he's 1748 around here um, do you know he's he's I think he's probably you know the best drawn he's been like he's he's a trap six really he's he holds the, the, the outside line all the way um, doesn't tend to cut in at all so he's ideally drawn in six and if he can find his best form he's going to take a lot of beating look it's a cracking final um, you know it's, it's stick a pin in him at this stage yeah that's it and in fairness the Greyhound and Pet World Super Sprint never fails um, to you know it always is a, a cracking competition at Curraheen Park and in fairness to the Greyhound and Pet World Brian uh, they're fantastic supporters they put an awful lot back into the game Absolutely yeah. look I mean we're indebted to, to Dominic, Kathleen, Liam and, and, and all the team um, you know they, 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 they come, come up trumps every year they sponsor in Curraheen the, the Super Sprint they sponsor a big A1 stake in August, September they do the Grand National in December um, and that's just in Curraheen and they sponsor around the country so look they put the money back into it and in fairness they're fantastic supporters and particularly in in the difficult times we have now where, where you know we've only one person per dog so you have limited access but look they, they're here to support the owners and I suppose as we always say you know we'd ask people to support our sponsors because uh, because they support us yeah, that's um, very well um, put, Brian. Very important to people, um, supporter, um, supporters. And, uh, you know, look, I suppose we'll be coming into some really good action now once again in Curraheen Park. Obviously, this is a fabulous event on Saturday night. It has, um, you know, delivered um, some sp- spectacular performances in recent weeks and it'll be on to uh, a busy summer campaign then, hopefully. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, you know, we often say that the sprinters don't get enough of opportunities, but... You know, we've had four weeks, so this will be our fourth week of fantastic uh, sprinting. So, you know, um, it'll set us up hopefully with the weather getting a bit better. You know, we have some great competitions coming up. We've we've an open fight to five, uh, um, Claude Blaise is stud, fight to five starting on Saturday week. So, and from there on in, then we're 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 let's go all the way. Yeah, look, we'll be catching up with you in the coming weeks, no doubt. Brian, always great to hear your thoughts and uh, enjoy the weekend's action at Curraheen Park. And as I said, we'll catch up soon. Thank you very much, Barry. In trap one, we have Shomra Nate, who's trained by Chris Houlihan, um for owner Patrick O'Connell. And we're going to welcome Chris to the podcast now. So it's hello to you, Chris. Hello, Barry. How are you doing? Very well. Um, you're a man that has trained a lot of winners uh, down through the years. So tell us uh, maybe a bit about yourself and your kennel. And it's just a small kennel in North Kerry, and we mostly train our own dogs. 
Pat Connell has been friends with me for years and he asked me there last year would they take on this pup he thought he had a promising pup a couple of pups actually so uh, I took on the two pups and um, he, he's, he sold one of them for big money after a couple of races and we, this dog won the own race we've been toddlers and his brother was in the same sweep he was third in the final so uh, with, Pat said he got big offers with this dog so he said he, he he's a long time looking for a good dog so he said hang on to this dog he certainly um, hasn't uh, disappointed any because he's posted some unbelievable form performances. I think it's fa- fair to say um, he's a twelve-time winner already, but you know a massive early pace and uh, some really eye-catching performances on on his um, book. Yeah, yeah, he's he's ferocious early pace. When he hits the lead, <coughs> he's a very fast dog. But uh, he was kind of cramping there on five to five when he was behind in the cold weather. So I laid him off then for three months in the winter time there. I said I'd wait till the weather starts picking up a bit. I gave him a couple of races back. I intended to give him all sprint races coming back, but truly he rang me then one day there looking for a dog for an open race. So I ran him. He was off for three months and he did two sprint trials. Got so he wasn't ready for the race, but he still won the race. And time was mediocre, twenty nine twelve point thirty slow. But he came out a week afterwards and he done twenty eight twenty three. So he improved a lot with the run from the week before. And I took him to Cockin, as you know, and uh, <coughs> he's. He's won three heats of his sweepstakes so far, so hopefully it'll continue the weekend. Yeah, he's won nine of his last ten uh, career outings, I believe. And and just in terms of the sprint trip um, at Curraheen Park, would it would it be on the sharp side for him, or are you happy enough with him? Uh, happy enough. Um, he wasn't trapping the first couple of races there in Cork, and uh, but in the semi final he came out much quicker, and he's very pacey to the bin once he hits the ground. So. Uh, you know, he'd stay 55, no problem, once the weather's warm and everything. He'd probably stay 550 yards once he's in front of me, clear, clear run early on. You know, he'd stay 550. So we'll see the way the year goes, whatever competitions he goes in, we'll see how he goes. Exactly, I suppose uh, you'll be hoping to get the, the job done on Saturday night. And Chris, how do you see the final going? Are you happy with the draw and trap one? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy enough with the trap draw and one. There's four white seeds, so hopefully we'll get a clear run on the inside. And there's five other good dogs in the final, so. I wish all the best to, to everyone else in the final as well. Like, so, you know, finals, if you don't come out in the final, you're in trouble straight away. Yeah, that's it. And uh, it would be nice uh, to get the job done on Saturday night uh, before maybe uh, bigger targets for the year ahead. Yes, I was going to run him in the select stakes there in Watford, but they kind of cashed the two of them, came in the one time. So I said, they'll go for one or the other. So I went for the sprinting car because I said, you know, the weather's starting to get warmer and he'll be getting fitter and fitter. So <coughs> this is only like he's fast. He's sixth run back this year now and he's unbeaten this year so far so hopefully he'll continue. Yeah, best of luck with him on Saturday night. Um, he's certainly an exciting greyhound and um, we've enjoyed watching him in action in Curraheen Park in recent weeks. And just tell us about maybe other dogs uh, within your kennel. Are, are you busy at the moment? Uh, have you many at home, Chris? We have 12 or 13 of our own dogs there. They're all, say, we won Cash and Gobi. She was in the semi-final. The Laurel's there in Cork. She was very unlucky for us. We brought her back there and she won there in January <coughs> and um, she went up and down the gallop three or four times one day. We couldn't stop her. She got dehydrated and she never before done that and, you know, she, she was very sore after. So we were just bringing her back there a couple of weeks ago again and didn't she come in season? So she's probably better off. She's she's a very exciting bitch as well. And we have a couple of near enough open class dogs, A1s, you know, bordered and open class. Hopefully they'll improve their young dogs. So hopefully they'll improve.
Yeah, and how long are you in the game? The, the cash and prefix is a popular one now at this stage, so there has been plenty of success over the years. Yeah, right. I've been in tipping around dogs since I was 17 or 18, I suppose. My uncles used to have them, and <coughs> one of my uncles there, he had the other toss, and she won the Irish Derby, and my other uncle then, he was in England, he used to be tipping around with dogs and flapping tracks and everything, so I suppose the bug was bound to catch me in the finish. Yeah, and you're lucky enough to have a great uh, track down in Kerry, the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium, and truly a very well-run track with, you know, great competitions throughout the year. Yeah, it's, it's a great track for early pace dogs, and, you know, they're very helpful there in the track, you know. You know, if you're stuck for trials or anything, just ring them up and they'll give you trials, you know, which is very good. And in the summertime, if, if this COVID was over, hopefully the big crowds will be back to the track in the summertime again. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully this COVID will be gone soon. Um, Chris, look, we're wishing you the very best of luck with the very exciting uh, Shamer and Nate um, on Saturday night in Curraheen Park. And we appreciate you taking time out to join us on the podcast this week. Thanks very much, Barry. Thank you. In trap two, we have Chunky Exile, who's owned and trained by Andrew Lynch. And uh, we're going to say hello to Andrew now and uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Barry. Thank you. Andy, um, looking back, I suppose you've been involved in uh, Greyhound racing uh, for quite some time now. Tell us more about that. I have. I've been, I got my first, I got a bitch, and her name was Knockrow Regdale, I thought you know, and we're the lynches of Knockrow. The, fa- the famous lynches. Yeah. But um, I got a bitch that time, Knockrow Regdale. She was the first dog I had, first Greyhound I had, and she actually. She produced Nacrow Slave and a whole lot of other good ones. And we had plenty, plenty bad ones since then. Loads of them and hundreds of them. But um, I, I was lucky at the start. And um, and, and just, going, just going back into that, there was some famous um, success in, in, in the Laurels and all them great, great events. There was, but the real success of the Laurels, Barry, is something maybe that people wouldn't realize, recognize or realize at all. That back in 1951, which is a long time ago, um, my father, Jack Lynch, did what, I don't know, has it been done since or not, but he had first and second in the Laurels with two bitches. Whoa, that's unbelievable. Did you know that? I did not. That's quite an achievement, to say the least. 1951, out from the bogs of the Middle County Cork, and two bitches, first and second in the Laurels in 1951, he did, yeah. That's unbelievable. That's well, massive. That's massive, actually, yes. So you, it, it, three years old, I think. It's fair to say you were born into the sports or born into it. Yes, yeah, yeah. There were dogs at home, ever and then the course. The father had a lot of good dogs. He had a crow again, a crow again, another great dog. But uh, I thought the real dogs at home came in, in, in Dennis's time then with slaves. But of course, slaves, they were born in Capoquin, in case any of them don't know that. <laughs> yeah, so, and, ca- and Capoquin County Waterford, for, for, to yeah. confirm it to our listeners. Exactly, exactly. He was actually a favourite mighty dog. Probably the best dog that they had at home. They had Killy Cluggett, like Killy Cluggett was just a crazy dog. Yeah, listen. I'm I'm sure we could have a talk. Uh, I'm sure we could have a talk um, another bit another day about all these great days gone past. But I suppose we're going to concentrate on on Chunky Exile, um, a greyhound that has posted some sensational performances. He's he's kept us going over the last couple of months in y'all. We always like to see them flashy runs. He's broken, you know, the twenty nine second barrier, um, magical twenty nine second barrier around y'all on a couple of occasions. He has, and he had been, been very good, but unfortunately for the, he's not a sprinter, you see. 
And whether we like it or not, there is a difference. Like the real sprinters, I don't know how they can get out of the box and get away so fast. He has early, but he's, he's still not a sprinter. He's even a good bit shot being a sprinter. But um, I'm giving him a small chance after the night, like. Yeah, in I think f- that the, the dog's out tight and the six, the three dog hopefully will keep out a bit because he's, a, he's an outside runner, like. And might, he, he, my dog has been in trouble up there for the night he ran, like. And with a bit of luck. I'd be giving him a chance. Yeah, and great to be in the final. So I got to see it when I entered Nimit. I didn't think that that would happen. I'm delighted he's in the final. It's fantastic because I don't get to find it until the very big final and passing final. And that man selling the stuff for Dominic, he's a mighty man to be sponsoring those stakes, you know. So I have to get great, good sponsorship now. That's exactly it. Well put. And in fairness, um, as I said, Chunky Exile, he's won 13 times. He's finished runner-up and yet he's been a, a wonderful servant for, for your kennel and I'm sure yourself and all your family um, are getting a great kick out of the, the success. Uh, we have, yeah. And we watch it, um, we watch it when you can watch the rewatch the race and the youngsters, then they can't go to the tracks now, but of course they, they, they bit their pound or whatever and my own family, like... I've shared grandchildren and things like that and they can all watch it at night which is, which is great like you know that's it and uh, I know you have um, a couple of greyhounds running I think in, in your grandkids um, name so it's it's obvious that, that um, a couple of them have a, a, a keen interest uh, they have yeah they're, they're mad about the dogs actually they're the smallest come over to, to me here to see the dogs and they're, they're great dogs are a great thing for, for for youngsters and vice versa as well, that the, the youngsters are a great thing to have around dogs, even any kind of pups and that, because they they um they they they, they knock nerves out of dogs and they play with them and you know to to the, I think kids and dogs are a great thing to have mixed together. They sure are. And in terms of other greyhounds, Sam, within your kennel, I suppose the likes of Glowing Exile and Choice Exile are, are two other greyhounds that um have won numerous races for you. Chase has been a great servant to me. Like Chase, Chase has eight and a half thousand pound one and five money out of races. Glowing Exile is a, a very good bit, but she's my half broken. She's been through the whole bloody year. That um, she's only coming back again right now. She'll be resting shortly now, but she's been off for six weeks and she was off before that. She she just has had injuries. Like hopefully we'll get a couple of good tracks in her thing that she'd be down the line. She'd be hopeless for breeding like. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it it comes across, or it seems to me that um, like you you've as I said you've enjoyed some great success over the last couple of months and uh, you're chasing more success well we're trying anyway I'm kept retired now and we can pull away with the dogs and I'm getting fun out of them so like the, the lockdown actually isn't doing me much harm at all at all because I'm racing a couple of nights a week and I'm going to try and I can go to them things so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, when when it, when the dogs are going well it certainly um, makes life a lot easier oh god it does oh you may say it does it doesn't it nice it's nice to have dogs that you can go out to at night and have a prospect of that they'll they'll give their run and that they might finish up in the first three like you, you that would do most of the time. Exactly, yeah. We 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 don't ask for a whole lot. Look, I suppose once a dog goes out and runs his race, you'll be happy, Andy. And that they come home in one piece, the same thing for the dog set of the night, he'll be going back again to the first two five now, but he'll move across the set right in one piece and um, he'll go back to what he'd be better at then, like, you know. Yeah, great days ahead for for sure. Look, Andy, it was uh, fantastic to speak to you on the podcast um, about uh, Chunky Exile. As I said, I'm sure there's so much more we can uh, talk about, but we might just leave that um, for another day. But um, as I said, um, it was great to speak to you on the podcast, and uh, thanks for taking time out to join us. Thank you, Mike.
No, but thanks very much, uh, Barry. Thanks for that. Thanks. In trap three, we have our Pinocchio, who's owned and trained by Daniel Nolan. And uh, we're going to say hello to Daniel now. Hello there. How's it going, Barry? Uh, our Pinocchio, Daniel, he's a very, very pacey dog. He was just touched off in, uh, I think, the first round of the Irish Greyhound Derby um, last last year. So he certainly, have, certainly has loads of ability. Yeah, look, he's a cracking dog, and we're, we're delighted to be there and it's a great stake. And, uh, um, yeah, he's not he's not really a sprinter. Only we had him off there over um, December and uh, January, and uh, we brought him back. He was doing a few good sprints in Tralee, and uh, we brought him back there on a sprint. And uh, uh, we said we'd throw him into that just to get a few runs uh, under his belt. And um, he 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 got all the way to the final. You know, um, maybe the trap uh, draw in three is not so good for us. Um, but look, he's there, and uh, it's only hundredth of a second at the end of the day. Um, but we we we'd probably prefer to be on the outside. But you look, we, we we that's the way it is, and we take up get. Exactly, and he's a greyhound that's competed against the top company. Of course, his first ever race, he was second. The great name that. Yeah, he was yeah, and a super dog there by Liam Dowland, you know. Um, and he's 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 flying sense. So you know, our fellow was a bit uh, a bit young going on to that stage. Um, he just hadn't enough work done. But look, we, we he he went to that final. He has no win in his card, so uh, he's gone to two finals. So we're a bit unlucky with him. But maybe maybe um, over four hundred yards, he'd be a super dog. You know, he's yeah. just uh, he's just lacking the small bit of early for 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 the dogs in Cork. But uh, look. Uh, anything can happen on the night so we, that, we're, we're, we're happy with him that's exactly it you always have a chance in, in the final and just in terms of your own kennel you've uh, another couple of dogs in your care and uh, you have a couple of nice arts yeah we have we, we're always looking to, to to breed something something some nice lines so we we do we have a couple of litters out of uh, the Cabra line and you know going back to Pat Dawson's breeding and uh you know, and I have great help at the kennel. You know, my sister and my my nephew there are brilliant because most days I'm away working, so they're great. And uh, a neighbour of mine, absolutely brilliant as well to me, is Thomas Regan there with the belt of inline. Uh, Tom is a mighty man with the dogs and uh, gives me great help when I'm when I'm away working. You know, very good. And we'll finish up with just a word on your your local track, Tralee. You've enjoyed um, plenty of success in Tralee. Yeah, we have. You know, it is a great track and. Uh, uh, it's nice to win at home, but it's nice to be nice to win away as well. You know, it's great to go away and win. Uh, it, it actually, is a great track. You know, um, and uh, um, we're we're very happy to be to be so close. To, you know, no travelling. It's it's like we're in, we're into the track in ten minutes uh, from my house, so it means a lot. You know, it's just a pity that we haven't the crowds back to to watch, and uh, we can't watch the races ourselves. You know. But sure, look, hopefully this um, COVID will be um, gone and forgotten about um, soon. But look, uh, Daniel, it was great to speak to you. The very best of luck on Saturday night in the feature final and continued success in the world of ground racing. Thank you too. And look, the best of luck to everybody else as well. I wish them all the best. In trap four, we have 50 Cashback, who's tra- owned and trained by Dennis uh, Crowley in Kilmallock. And uh, we're going to say hello to Connor Crowley now, who's representing the kennel. And uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Connor. Brilliant, Barry. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. No hassle at all. So, look, I suppose, give us a small bit of background on um, Greyhounds within the, the Crowley family and uh, how it all came about, how it all started for you. Yeah, they're going back a long time now. You can blame the father for us. He's, he's in Greyhounds, I suppose, well over 40 years at this stage. So, it's going back a good bit. And sure, I was kind of bred into myself, so I'd not chasing the matter. I kind of roll with him, like, you know. 
mighty stuff so um, I would imagine some great memories so over the the last number of years or uh, decades even oh yeah yeah and like even you know we've had good dogs we've had bad dogs we've had every kind in between we've bred them we've reared them we've raced them so we've seen every side of the every side of the game and you know it was it was a great upbringing for me to see it I'm glad I did and I've no doubt I'll be staying in it for a good while more yet to come Mighty stuff. And uh, tell us about um, where you're based and, and a bit about your local track. Yeah, we're based in Kilmarnock and like usually you now we'd race either Limerick or Cork and you know, it is whichever's handiest really and whichever suits the dogs. But sure, as anyone knows with dogs, have care, will travel and that's what you kind of have to do to get a track to suit them. Yeah, and 50 cash back um, the Greyhound that's running from trap number four in the feature final in Curraheen Park on Saturday night. It's fair to say he's been um, a pretty talented Greyhound uh, for your kennel and uh, he's given you some great nights already. Uh, he has, in fairness, Tim. And, like, to be fair, without the likes of Paddy Kyo now, and just Paddy that bred him there, Paddy breeds all the forest dogs. And we got him off of Paddy as a sapling. And, like, we've had great luck with Paddy over the years. And to create to see that we're after getting another good one off him and like it was great to get him to start him off and look he ran very well in Mullingar there last year and hopefully he can run well again Saturday night Yeah and just in terms of the event at Curraheen Park have you been um, happy with his progress? Yeah yeah you'd have to think so like he ran well the, he ran, ran well the first night to qualify he ran extremely well the second night he kind of got got into a small bit of bother the last night and had to run for luck and got luck to qualify and we have one of the six golden tickets, so glad to have it. Yeah, and trap number four for the final, Connor. Um, obviously, there is four white seats in the final. How do you think he'll cope with trap four? Um, I think it's probably a good draw for him because, as much now as he's a white seat, he'll go dead straight. He doesn't need he doesn't need to be in six. It's just his style of running. He'll go straight. So hopefully, hopefully, they'll all get a run. Yeah. The thing about it is you have six fast dogs in that final and it's going to come down to the bare fractions of it. Bit of excitement so at home? Definitely. Definitely a bit of excitement. And it's great it's great really because like you look at the sponsorship that Greyhound and Petworld are given. Like it's fantastic to be in an event sponsored by them because they give a service that's second to none. And the amount of money they are putting into the game and sponsorship, it's brilliant. And like it's not even from double SO events it's AO, it's A2, A3, A10. They cover a spectrum and fair play to them and kudos now to Dominic and team below on Abbey Field. Like, fair play to them and thanks very much. Very we'll thanks very much Saturday night. Yeah, that would be nice and uh, very well said. And just in terms of um, other greyhounds uh, within the kennel, have you many at the moment? We four at the moment now. Um, three racing and one getting ready to race. So enough to keep us going. Very good. Well, look, uh, we're certainly looking forward to um, Saturday night. Um, Connor, look, 50 cashback, one of the leading players in the final, 1756, uh, two runs ago. So, look, we're wishing y- yourselves um, the very best of luck in the final and that uh, continued success in the world of greyhound racing. Exactly. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Barry. Thanks for your time. In trap five, we have Mill Road Knight, who's trained by Michael Donnelly. And uh, we're going to say hello to Michael now and uh, welcome to the podcast. Hiya Barry, how are things? Very well. Mill Road Knight, uh, he's been a tremendous servant uh, for your kennel. He's won 10 out of 21 and uh, he's been one of the stars of the, the Greyhound and Petworld Super Sprint at Corraheen Park, Michael. Yeah, he's running all right, Barry. Uh, he's consistent and uh, we, we dropped him back sprinting there this year and uh, he's getting on well with us anyway. 
Exactly, and uh, in in fine form in, in recent weeks, and uh, he looks to have explosive early pace. Yeah, yeah, I was showed good earlier. We were running him in Kilkenny in five to five, and uh, he was kind of he was bombing away, and he was just kind of getting caught coming home or whatever. But uh, no, he's running, he's running all right. Uh, I would imagine you've been impressed with the the standard of, of greyhounds in the competition. Yeah, it's a, it's a great little competition for sprinters. You know, they're. Um, they're running week on week there and it, because it's hard to get sprints you know so it's, it's good yeah the opportunities um, aren't great I suppose uh, for sprinters but uh, looking ahead to the final are you happy with Trap 5? yeah yeah he's um, grand job he's like running all his races from Trap 5 so you know it's going to be there again it sure is and uh, the best of luck with him on Saturday night and just tell us a bit about your own involvement uh, within the, the world of Greyhound Racing Michael how did it all start for you? Uh uh, I suppose I got a dog when I was 13 or 14 and been involved ever since and uh, just kind of more schooling dogs there at the moment we'd be kind of a selling kennel uh, and I'd have most of my dogs for Philip O'Keefe bring him Clarimon, and we'd school them on there or whatever and we'd, we'd, they'd be sold on then Yeah, you were the best of breeding down there so Yeah, yeah uh, you know they've, uh, they're very good to do and every time you get a dog off you know it's exciting times and be looking forward to exactly yeah and in terms of the the owners of Mill Road Night owned by um, Noel Moore and Robbie Donnelly are they getting a good kick out of the, the success of Mill Road Night yeah 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 they're absolutely delighted uh, Noel would uh, be a good friend of ours and Robbie is a brother of mine so yeah no it's great from very good and uh, would you have any others racing at the moment Michael uh, no I have one other dog racing that's all and I have a good few pups then coming on to um so hopefully come the end of the summer and that we'll, we'll be busy uh, just kind of starting to school in there now and that so yeah we're busy enough Great stuff look it was uh, fantastic to, to speak to you and uh, we're wishing you the, the very best of luck in the final of the 2021 Greyhound and Pet World Super Sprint on Saturday night and uh, you know best of luck going forward Thanks Barry thanks William In Trap 6 we have Dusty's Bandit who's owned and trained by Philip Rhodes and uh, we're going to say hello to Philip now and uh, thanks for taking time out to join us on the podcast Not a, not a problem not a problem Great to have um, Dusty's Bandit in the final I would imagine you must be thrilled with that Oh I'm, over, I'm absolutely over the moon I really am Brilliant stuff and uh, look I was talking to you earlier and uh, there was another excited lady in the house as well it sounded like. Yeah well she she's out walking a couple of the dogs at the moment. Oh very good. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a real team effort so Philip. Oh yes definitely. Definitely yeah. She, uh, she works very hard with them. Brilliant. So look, just I suppose before we talk about the final on, on Saturday night, we're always um, interested, I suppose, to hear um, from from all the various people how it all started for them and uh, how you got involved with greyhounds. Well, the thing was, my wife worked with um, greyhounds at Salford Grand Stadium when she was what about fifteen, sixteen years of age. So when we were offered two pups. As a, as a local breeder was in hospital, we were offered two pups to take on. So uh, we said, "Yeah, okay, well, we'll give it a give it a chance, a chance to get involved in the in the uh, racing, you know, and train our own dogs." And that was the first two were Dusty's Icon and Dusty's Inca, and they both raced at Yule. But they, once they retired, they lived at home with us until uh, their demise. But then we went on t- 
to uh, I bought a couple of couple of pups, um, Blue Halo and got the mustard, and they both raced at your, which was it was great for us, and it was nice to be involved and sort of keep them keep them going ourselves. Very good, and uh, I suppose you get um, you know great satisfaction out of um, doing doing the greyhounds yourself. You know it's really hands on, and when they win, it's a fantastic feeling, no doubt. Well, it's a great win. I, I remember our very first win. I threw the threw the uh, the lead and caught her up in the air, and somebody said to me, "Well, what's up with you?" And I said, "Well, it's the first one we ever won." And they said, oh, <laughs> congratulations! Brilliant, great, great memories. Great memories. Yeah, we've, we've still got Merlin's master. He retired at three. He'll be 11 this year. He, he, he retired with epilepsy. And Global Chart, he was, a, he was a, another grader. And he was great fun. He, he, he won over 6,000. So he's, he's still with us as well. And he's, he's well, well into his, his time. Yeah, so look, I suppose we're we're always um, saying greyhounds uh, make great pets, and and you're another man that uh, can certainly back that up. Oh, certainly, most certainly, yeah. Well, I mean, we we've um, we've retired a, f- a few of them, and they've they've gone to really good homes. We've we've retired one recently that's um, gone to a friend of ours, a very very good home. So we've no problems there at all. And in terms of um, Dusty's bandit, he's been a, a really talented greyhound. Um, he's been lightly raced. He's um, heading into his fifth year now. He's got a fantastic strike, great. Ten wins and 24 career outings. And he's produced some amazing performances over the course of the last couple of years. Oh, he's, he's done us really proud. He's really, really good. Okay, he's had a few niggling injuries, but we've always treated him well. He's always had the best of, the best of care. And he's always had the the best of food. He gets fed better than me, actually. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, say he's coming up five, and he's uh, to, to actually have made it to the final of the uh, of this the, the, this stake. He, he's doing really well. Yeah, and I suppose he's been um, slightly unlucky, Philip, with as you said, with those injuries because um, you know, like he, I think he qualified on race around y'all in in about seventeen sixty two. He's posted twenty eight thirty nine around Curraheen Park after the five two five yard trip, and you know, low, I think seventeen thirty nine for for three two five or three thirty at Curraheen Park. They are just um, astounding performances. Yeah, he's done very well. I mean, I, I must admit, we've had a, a lot of advice and a lot of help from a, a friend of ours who's trying to, with, with Dennis Fitzgerald. He, he's been brilliant with us. He's, he's helped us out an awful lot. So, you know, with uh, the work itself with him, he's a, he's a pleasure to work with. Very good. And he has ran, you know, a couple of real fine races um, in the competition. You know, a couple of uh, close calls, beating the neck in the first round and two second place finishes since. You must be delighted. I am. I'm absolutely over the moon. And so is Chris. She really is. I mean, she she, she puts a lot of work in with them. With oh. Groom and etc. So, I mean, uh, I, can't, I can't knock him at all. So, so hoping for one more big performance on Saturday night? Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. We're hoping for the best. We're uh, we're not uh, we're not overdoing him at the moment. We give him a chance. 
very very good and uh, you're you're based near the Ballymacoda area is that right in, in East Cork yeah just on Ballymacoda and you, you touched on other dogs there a couple of um, greyhounds that are retired have you anything else for racing at the moment Philip I've, I've got a youngster coming up he's done his first qualifying trial he goes for his second qualifying trial tomorrow at York so that's um, Dusty's uh, oh Christ <laughs> <laughs> we we'll, look. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see him appear anyway, um, Philip, in the in the coming weeks. And uh, wishing you the very best of luck with with him, and and more importantly, the very best of luck with um Dusty's Bandit um in in Curraheen Park in the feature final on Saturday night. Look, it was fantastic um to speak with you on the podcast. Great to get an insight um on your I suppose greyhound experience o- over the last um maybe couple of years, couple of decades, and um you know the the very best of luck to yourself and uh, your wife in the, in the final. On Saturday night. Thank you very much for the call. So it's another top class lineup for the final of the Greyhound and Pet World Super Sprint at Curraheen Park on Saturday night. We're really looking forward to it. It's been a great event um, in previous years, and we're going to say hello to Liam Murphy now of the Greyhound and uh, Pet World. So it's uh, welcome to the podcast, Liam. Thanks, Barry, for having me. Um, another fantastic event in Curraheen Park, and once again, great sponsorship from the Greyhound and Pet World. Yeah, it's great. It's great to be involved in it again this year. You know, it was a good, good event, la- great event last year, and the same this year. Some very good dogs in it, like you know. Sure is, and I suppose look, we we were all watching the the Greyhound and Pet World Super Sprint um, down in Tralee recently. Another um, fabulous event, and I suppose before we look ahead to Saturday night, you must have been delighted with the way that went this year again. Oh, grand to juvenile was fantastic this year. I mean, the, the class of dog that was in it was fantastic. You know, and it was the same last year. Um, there's always been good dogs into it, you know, and good dogs come out of it. Two good competition dogs, like I mean, you look at Sigalong Sally this year, you know, won it in the final. She won it, obviously, she won it this year, and she's in the final of in, in Limerick uh, the weekend as well, you know. So there's some great dogs down through the years involved in it, you know. And again, to be involved in it in our line of work is fantastic to be to be sponsoring it, you know. Yeah, you're putting an awful back an awful lot back into the the game, um, Liam. You've been doing this now for for a long time. Yeah, we have Barry, you know, we really have um for us, you know, our sponsorship isn't our sponsorship I suppose isn't available unless that we've got the customers to bring it in, like you know, we've got our customers help massively towards it, you know. Yeah, and look we're always saying it, you have to so I suppose support the people that are, are putting back into the game and that you're certainly doing that. Yeah, no, Barry, we do, you know, and that that's truth as well, like, you know, if people don't support any companies putting monies into the industry then they're not going to get it back out of it like you know people need to realise that as well from a business point of view you know yeah and back to the the big event in, in Curraheen Park on Saturday night I would imagine you've been following the action action closely over the last couple of weeks and impressed by the, the standard of Greyhound once again oh fantastic fantastic like you know and I, I looked at um, I've been I've been working in Limerick and I was obviously looking at it on a Sunday morning on the, the, the first and second round but like you know some, some fantastic animals inside it fantastic Greyhounds in it you know um, the class of dog even, even to go look at the dogs that were knocked out of it in the semi-final stages, you know um, do you, you had dogs that were in the juvenile you know you some, some good animals that just were very very unlucky not to get there to the final of it like you know and the final the six dogs in the final you know and it's a cliche everyone says that, but any of the six of them can win it yeah that that's a fact and uh, as as I said, we're we're looking forward to it, and uh, you know the Greyhound and, and Pet World. Just tell our listeners of the podcast a bit more. Um, we'll say about your your shops and the wide range of products uh, you have on offer. Yeah, Barry. Like I mean, we, we've got three we've we've three shops. The main one is in Abbeyfield in Limerick. Um, 
then obviously we've got the shop in the Cork Ground Stadium and we have the Cork we have the shop in Limerick Ground Stadium as well. We've also got an online shop which we've got on board for the last I suppose last twelve, eighteen months going quite well. I mean we have everything that's needed for both greyhounds and pets, you know. Um we've brought out a whole range of food in the in the last since Christmas. It's going quite well, you know. Um we've got our own vitamins there as well and the warm tablets, everything everything that's needed is there, you know. We've also got a transport business as well. You know, and we're busy with that. You know, with the lads have actually gone to Europe today with um, with dogs to be rehomed, grounds to be rehomed as well. Like, you know, so we're very busy and we're very, very lucky to have what we have too, you know. Yeah, and tell us more about um, the uh, tra- travelling and transportation that you do because I, I see a lovely um, image recently of a, a, a state-of-the-art um, van that you have. Yeah, we've got, we've got, um, we've got two, two very good vans, you know, with two more on, on, on plan hopefully to get in, in later on in the year. Um, they're all air conditioned. You can carry twenty and it's a twenty six greyhounds in one and thirty greyhounds in the other. You know, um, all got their own cages. They've all got LED lights inside them. You know, air conditioning, the cushions. You know, the, 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 the there's no expense spared really, I suppose as well. And from our point of view as well, what we've also done with the vehicles is we've put um, cameras into them. So while whilst the lads are travelling, they can have a look and make sure that all of the dogs that are travelling are okay. You know. Because we do a lot of travelling at night as well, and it's, I mean, like it's difficult to pull over the side of the road on a motorway to check things at three or four o'clock in the morning, where it's easier to press the button of the cameras in, in the screen in front of the lads in the cab, like you know. Very good, and just I suppose maybe tell us a small bit more um, about that uh, the, the rehoming, because I'm sure you can echo it um, that there's a lot of great work being done in the rehoming department. Oh, there is. I mean, there's a huge, there's a huge amount of work in the in the last number of years in regards to rehoming dogs. Like you know, we're rehoming dogs ourselves since 2005. You know, <clears throat> transporting the outside of it, and um, like people have come really come into in the last couple of years. You know, um, in regards to looking after their, looking after the dogs. Do you know what I mean? Like they will say in regards to Irish Greyhound Board, they get done. Um, they get rehomed out initially Germany, France, get done all over the world. Really, like you know, um, and it's fantastic. I mean, I to see them, to see them uh, as pets. You know, and sitting down on couches. You know, I've got one myself at home. You know, she, you know what I mean. Like, uh, they, they're, there's no. They're, for what I, for me, uh, I find when I go home in the evening and get the dogs out for a walk, like the retired dogs are every, every bit as important as a waste dog. You know, and down the road, take them out, get them emptied. You know, they come back. They're happy. They're very, very happy to see somebody. You know, and which I which I really enjoy to see the joy in their face when they go in the kennels first thing in the morning, like you know. Yeah, fantastic animal. So basically, um, Liam, for for anyone that's looking for any kind of transportation, or if they're looking for any bit of feed, any bit of medication, anything you need for a dog, um, greyhound and pet world have it. And in fairness, I know, um, you're always only a phone call away, and uh, you're always um great at giving advice as well. Oh, we are. Like I mean. Do you know what I mean? For us, Barry, um, the customers are very important. Like, you know, we've got it there in the web shops as well. Um, the email addresses, the phone, you know, Facebook. I mean, now the way the, way the world has gone now, within five minutes, ten minutes, we're back to people, you know. And I mean, if anyone needs anything, just pick up the phone. Yeah, that's exactly it. Look, you can check check you out online and, and Greyhound and Petworld, and um, you know, look, it's a fantastic um sponsorship one once again, Liam. You're doing um Trojan work, and uh, we're wishing you continued success um with your business, and uh, you know, sh- surely we'll catch up again soon. And uh, I know you've been kept busy as well with your own couple of Greyhounds. You you have a couple running as well. I have, yeah, I have a couple running as well, Barry. Keep me out of trouble. Um, I've got a couple a couple there in Cork actually. Um. 
running on Cork at one leg. He's um, he's a nice dog. He was in his juvenile. He's a bit lucky not to qualify in the semi-finals of it to go forward. But he's, he's the makings of a nice dog, you know. And I have another dog. Then he's an A4 dog as well. So he's, he, they're getting all all the attention that they need. Best best of luck with them, Liam, and that uh, you know just a big um, you know thank you for from everyone within the the greyhound industry for all the sponsorship you are putting back into our great sport, and it was fantastic to speak to you on the podcast. Thanks, Barry. Mind yourself. Talking dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.